Welcome back to Broken Messenger. This morning in Sunday school, we had a side note conversation and I thought this is a quick lesson I could post on the podcast. We're just going to be looking at one verse out of Romans. In Sunday school, we're beginning a discipleship study and we started by taking a survey that showed where we all are on the three parts, the knowing, the doing, and the being. One of the statements was, had we regularly lived out the 13 one another's in scripture? And we were all like, what? I thought it was just a typo. I thought they'd forgotten the word love part for love one another. So after class, I Googled it and realized that we did know what it was, just that it hadn't been called that. Upon Googling, I quickly realized that there was a ton more than 13 one another's. There's like a lot. One web web page said 159 one another's. The OCD side of me thought you couldn't have made it 160. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I decided to find the 13, I decided to find 13 solid one another's. I was able to find them all within Romans and Ephesians, and the 13 I chose consisted of common positive ones such as encourage one another, love one another, honor one another, and some harder ones such as speak truth to one another and bear with one another. While while reading one of the one another's in verse 16 of Romans 12, which was to live in harmony with one another, that we also read verse 18. This is the verse I wanted to cover today. It says, if it is possible, as far it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And I'm not sure if I've really talked about this much in, much here in, or in other episodes, but how we interpret scripture must be carefully scrutinized against other scripture. This here is an easy verse to demonstrate how it is important that we do that, how, and how we do it and why it's important that we do that. The scripture says, if it is possible, that gives us the indication that it will not always be possible to do whatever the verse is calling us to do. In this case, to live in peace with everyone. Some might read the scripture and use it as a get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, I don't get along with this person, and it's just not going to be possible, so I don't need to try. The problem comes, though, when we take that interpretation and hold it against another scripture. It only needs one other scripture to contradict the interpretation to tell us that the interpretation is what is wrong. So if we take that, in, if we take the interpretation that God is saying that we will not be able to get along with everyone, and that's okay, And we test that against the words of Jesus himself in the book of Matthew when he is teaching about loving our enemies. The last verse of chapter 5, which is verse 48, Jesus said, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. He is saying that even though the world says love your neighbor, hate your enemy, God wants us to love them both. And not just love them, but love them perfectly like God loves us. So how does that stand up against the interpretation that it's okay to not get along with some people because it's just not possible? So if our interpretation has a contradiction, what then do we do? We go back to the verse and we try again. So it says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. We kind of excluded as far as it depends on you in our first interpretation. So perhaps we need to focus more on that. If we ask ourselves, who are we responsible for? Who and what do we have control over? Ourselves, right? So if we're responsible for how we treat everyone, who are we not responsible for? Who and what do we not have control over? Others, right? So if we cannot control how someone else reacts to living in peace with everyone, and we keep that in mind and we look again at that scripture, it says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. We can only control how we react and how we treat others. 
So have peace towards everyone, but know that it might not be possible with everyone because the reality is we make up a large group of flawed human beings. And just because we resolve to live in peace doesn't mean the other party is going to join us. So instead of being a get out of jail free card, this verse serves as both a challenge and an encouragement. When we're trying to live at peace with everyone and they aren't returning it, we can be encouraged that God knew knew that God knew this was possible and that he is our sustainer. It's in, it's in him that we can continue to have peace with people even if we don't get it back. On the flip side, if we have not been living in peace with, another, with one another, then perhaps this will be the challenge to get it in the right. And when you say, but they're not easy to love, God never promised easy, but he did promise us that through him and the Holy Spirit, that it is in fact possible to love perfectly and to live, live his love and goodness just as our Father in heaven does. So that was just a quick episode I wanted to throw out there for you since I don't have a lot of minutes left for the, for the month of October. Um, I hope that you found it to be both an encouragement and a challenge and that um, a, a good demonstration of demonstrating, um, taking a interpretation and holding it up against other scripture. Uh, have a great day. Talk to you guys later.